Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms of discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Time for... All sweet. Did you hear what the lady said? I said, all sweet. All sweet is the margarine with the delicate natural flavor. Yes, friends, that's what all the ladies are saying. All sweet. The margarine with the delicate natural flavor. Swift, all sweet margarine invites you to meet the meat. It's a few minutes after dinner, and Peggy Meek and her girlfriend Jill are strolling up to the little white house with the green shutters. Go on, Peg. What else does Miss Murphy say in the letter? Well, that's about all except this. She writes at the end, Since I will be in Middleburg three days before going to California, I will be glad to come to Civic Center tomorrow evening and instruct you and your young friends in the art of the rumba. Sincerely, Dolores Murphy. Gee, Peg, isn't it wonderful? Just think, we can learn how to rumba from a real honest Agunas professional dancing teacher. Ooh, this could be kind of expensive, Jill. Miss Murphy charges a dollar an hour, plus your bus fare from Middleburg. But if we get about ten kids to take the lesson, it won't cost so much. Oh, we can get them easy. Harold will pick them all up in his dad's car and bring them over to my house tomorrow night. Uh, did your mother and dad say you could have the lesson in your house? No, but they will. I'll ask mother right now. Come on in with me. Okay. Mother? Oh, Mother! Yeah, I'm out in the kitchen, Peggy. Gosh, Peg, what's happened to your mother's voice? Oh, that isn't my mother, Dopey. That's Father. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What can I do for you, my darling daughter? Oh, Jeepers, Daddy, what are you doing with that apron around you? Mm, washing your dinner dishes, dear. But where's Mother? She had to go out. Out? Yes, yeah, something very urgent demanded her immediate attention. Well, what, Daddy? Well, as a matter of fact, she didn't say exactly. Well, this is the tenth time in the last two weeks that Mother's gone out like this. Isn't that kind of strange? What's so strange about it? After all, your mother's vice chairman of the women's club, isn't she? Yes, but what's that got to do with it? Well, Agatha said she's been going over to your house to see your mother in women's club activities. She has? Yeah. Huh? Well, hasn't she? No. My mother said just yesterday that she hadn't seen Mrs. Meek in nearly a month. Why? Your mother said that? I said it. She said it, didn't I? Oh, but if your mother hasn't seen my mother in over a month, my mother hasn't been going over to your house when she says she has. That would seem logical. Daddy, do you realize what this means? Mother hasn't been telling us the truth. Oh, now, Peggy, I won't have you saying such things about your mother. But it's true, Daddy. Why would she say she was at the Donovan's if she wasn't? Look, Peggy, dear, I'm sure your mother has a very good reason which she will explain to us in due time. Now, after all, everyone, even including your mother, is entitled to have a secret. Well, of course she's entitled to have a secret, Daddy. But if she has one, why in the world doesn't she tell us what it is? I can keep a secret, can't you, Jill? Sure I can. I know you can, Peggy, and Jill, too, and so can I. But uh, maybe Agatha thinks the people we'll tell it to can't. (laughs) 
You know, it's a lot of little things that make Christmas the joyous season it is. A bright, merry Christmas from a good friend. Little tinkling bells. And a cozy, cheerful home with all the family together. And you know, it's a lot of little things that make your Christmas feast the huge success it's sure to be. And right there, ready, willing, and mighty able to help you make everything turn out just right is all-sweet margarine. For instance, just saturate a piece of cheesecloth with melted all-sweet, place it over your turkey, put him in the oven, and without basting, without fuss or bother, all-sweet will turn Mr. Gobbler to a delicate golden brown, juicy and flavorful, with rich gravy that'll gain you compliments galore. And be sure to melt plenty of creamy, smooth all-sweet over your vegetables and potatoes. Remember, all-sweet always enhances the rich, tempting flavor of all foods. And be sure to have plenty of gold in all sweet on the table, ready to give your hot biscuits a savory, mouth-watering goodness. Yes, all your holiday cooking and baking, all your festive foods will take on extra sparkling personality when you use all sweet. The margarine with the delicate natural flavor. Mr. Salvatox, you better stop your car at the corner of Sycamore and Oak. I wouldn't want my husband to see me with you. <laughs> He's a very kind husband. You're afraid he will be jealous of his spending so much time with me, we? Oh, now, Mr. Salvatox, how could he be jealous when he doesn't even know I've been seeing you? <laughs> An interesting point. Oh, but I'm afraid he's beginning to worry about something. Uh, Mr. Salvatox, when will you be done with the painting? Be done? Madame. If you ask the bricklayer when he will be done, he can say today, tomorrow, the next day. But I am not the bricklayer. I am the artist, the painter. And remember, Rome, she was not built in a day. Uh, but you're not building Rome, Mr. Salvatox. You're only painting my picture. <laughs> An interesting point. Uh, when can I see the picture, Mr. Salvatox? When it is done. I never allow my subject to see the picture before it is finished. But I assure you, my dear madame, you will love you. I hope so. Uh, Mortimer and Peggy, as Peggy is my daughter, uh, have always wanted someone to paint my portrait. And Salvatox is doing just that. But you must have patience, madame, have patience. I'll try, Mr. Salvatox. But please, you try to get the picture done before Mortimer finds I haven't been going over to see Mrs. Donovan. It might ruin the surprise. The surprise? Of course. That's the reason for all this secrecy. I want your portrait of me to be a surprise to Mortimer and Peggy. No, do not worry on that account, madame. A Salvatox portrait is always a big surprise, even to Salvatox. Oh, come on, Peg. Walk just another block with me. I can't, Jill. But we're only at Sycamore and Oak Street, and we still have a lot of planning to do for Dolores Murphy's rumble lesson tomorrow night. Oh, I know, but I'd better get home to Daddy. I shouldn't leave him all alone when Mother's out and we don't know where she is. Jill, I'm worried. About the rumble lesson tomorrow night? No. About why my mother told us she's been going over to see your mother when she hasn't been at all. Oh, Peggy, I wouldn't worry about that. If I were you, I don't think it... Uh-oh. What's the matter, Jill? Peg, look across the street. Where? Over there by that car. Do I or do I not see your mother? Yes. Yes, that's mother. And who's that man she's with? I don't know, but he has a dirty chin. That's not a dirty chin, it's a beard. Look, Peg, look! <gasps> Kissing her hand. <laughs> with that beard, you can get a kiss and a brush off at the same time. There she goes toward our house. As if she didn't want anyone to see her. Oh, what's it all mean, Jill? It's an old, old story, Peggy. 
I've seen it happen a thousand times. You have? Where? At the Bijou. Oh. It happened to Irene Dunn when she got tired of Cary Grant. And then along came Charles Boyer with a beard. Well, I certainly don't see the connection. And it happened to Betty Davis when she got tired of Glenn Ford and fell in love with Claude Rains, and he had a beard, too. And she had to shoot poor old Claude. Well, if she loved poor old Claude, why did she shoot him? Well, Betty Davis always has to shoot someone. I think it's in her contract. Anyway, how could anyone shoot Glenn Ford? Oh, Jill, that could hardly be the case with my mom and dad. Don't you see, Peggy? She's tired of him. The stormy seas of matrimony have driven their ship of marriage on the rocks. Why close your eyes to reality? Believe me, Peg, I've had more experience than you have. What do you mean you've had more experience than I have? That's not true. Oh, yes, it is. I go to the Bijou Wednesdays and Saturdays. You only go on Saturdays. <laughs> And then what happened, Peggy? Well, then this man with the beard kissed Mother's hand. <laughs> well, I always said your mother had the loveliest hands of any woman I ever knew. I must say, Daddy, you don't seem very upset. Well, why should I be upset? Why? Father, how can you be so blind? Don't you realize that the stormy seas of matrimony may, at this very moment, be driving our happy family ship upon the rocks? Eh? The waters are swirling, Daddy. The waters are swirling. Oh, Peggy, please, you're making me seasick. Oh, I just don't understand you, Father. Aren't you at least going to confront Mother with the awful truth and demand an explanation? Peggy, dear, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. When your mother feels like telling me what this is all about, she will. Meanwhile, the only thing I'm going to confront is that cold leg of lamb in the icebox. <laughs> I feel a little hungry. <gasps> Fathers, how baffling they are, especially when they're men. Mother, may I speak to you? Well, of course, dear. What is it? I feel that I'm old enough to speak frankly, Mother, woman to woman. Uh, Peggy, if it's about another advance on your allowance... It's not about my allowance, Mother. It's about how you've been telling Daddy and me you've been going over to see Mrs. Donovan. You haven't at all. Oh? You know about that? That and much more, Mother. I saw you getting out of his car this evening. His car? Oh, you mean... Yes, Mother. Does your father know? Father has decided to say nothing to you until you say something to him. I see. Well, Peggy, dear, if your father trusts me enough not to ask questions... Couldn't you have a little faith, too? But Daddy is merely an insensitive male, while I am a woman. You can talk to me, Mother. I promise to be broad-minded and see your side of the picture. Well, Peggy, suppose you just be patient for a few days, and then I promise you, you'll be able to see the whole picture. And then what did your father do after you told him what we saw last night, Peg? He didn't do anything, Jill. He just went back out into the kitchen and got the carving knife. The carving knife? To use on your mother? No. To use on the cold leg of lamb in the icebox. Men. They have absolutely no imagination. Well, Daddy says we're making a mountain out of a molehill. And Mother was very casual about the whole thing. You see what they're trying to do, don't you? What? They're trying to be very modern and broad-minded and sophisticated about it, like those English pictures. Do you think so? Sure. The trouble with your father is he's too casual about the whole thing. That's why your mother takes him for granted. She's too sure of him. Is that what it is? You bet it is. Didn't you see Brief Encounter? No, that must have been on Wednesday. Well, I can tell you from experience that if your mother suspected that another woman thought your father was tall, dark, and handsome, she wouldn't be seeing this other man. But other women don't think father is tall, dark, and handsome, mainly because he isn't. Okay, but if your mother thought there was another woman who did, 
What do you mean? I mean, what if sometimes some strange woman called your house and asked your mother if she could speak to your father? Yeah. And what if this strange woman asked in such a way as to leave a definite impression that she thought a great deal of your father? You think that would fix things up? It's the only sure way to get a happy ending. Oh, but gosh, Jill, there isn't any strange woman to make a telephone call like that. Oh, yes, there is. Who? Me. You? Sure. Would I make your mother jealous? Wow. Oh, but mother would recognize your voice. Not if I use that Spanish accent I learned for the girls' club play last spring. Gee, Peg, it's a terrific idea. Mm, I don't know, Jill. We've got to. Peggy, I will not stand by and let your father and mother break up your happy home all by themselves. Well, I don't see what you can do. I'm going to step in and help. You're the wrong number. Is not this the hacienda of Senor Morto Mormi? Yes, this is the meek resident. Then I wish to speak to Senor Meek, my poochie boy. My wonderful, wonderful poochie boy. Well, Who is this speaking? Who is this? Why, this is poochie boy's little tortilla. Little tortilla? That is who poochie boy calls me. Who is this? He did not tell me he lived with his mother. <gasps> Hello? Uh, please, may I speak with my poochie boy? You certainly may not. Well, Mother, who was that on the telephone? That was your father's little tortilla. What? Peggy, while my back has been turned, your father's been seeing some brazen hussy who speaks with a Spanish accent. He has? Yes. She calls him poochie boy, and he calls her his little tortilla. Little tortilla, indeed. Well, I'll see about this. Oh, Mother, what are you going to do? Do? Well, I'm going to find that that woman and, and give her a piece of my mind. Oh. A very large piece. I'll turn Civic Center upside down until I find a woman with a Spanish accent. Poochie boy, huh? Well, I'll poochie boy her. Oh, but Mother, you... you, you... Hello? Hey, this is Jill Peck. How'd it go? Oh, I don't know, Jill. Mother's awful mad. She is? Hey, that's... Well, that's just what we want. But Jill, Mother just stomped out of the house looking for the woman who called. She said she was going to tear Civic Center apart looking for a woman with a Spanish accent. Oh, well, there isn't a woman in town with a Spanish accent, so what can happen? Oh, I guess you're right. Sure, I'm right. Just relax. And tell Harold to hurry and pick me up. I don't want to miss my rumble at all. Right, Jill. Oh, there he is now. I'll see you in a second. Bye. Gosh, I forgot to tell Mother about Dolores Murphy and the kids coming over here for a rumble lesson. Oh, well, maybe Daddy did. Oh. 
Hello. Maybe a hello, Peggy. Oh, hello, Daddy. Oh, I just called to tell you, dear, that I've met Miss Dolores Murphy at the bus depot and everything's fine. Oh? Yeah, I'll bring her right out to the house. Oh, that's good, Daddy. Oh, uh, by the way, what's Miss Murphy like? What's she like? What's she like? Well, she's young and charming and very pretty. She is? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one thing that's difficult, for me anyway. What's that, Daddy? Well, she's a little hard to understand. Hard to understand? Yes, you see, Dave uh, Murphy speaks with his funny accent. Oh, Daddy! Daddy, no! Yes! <laughs> There's an old saying, they talk of Christmas so long that it comes. And it's true. The last of the Thanksgiving turkey was scarcely made into hash before we started talking about whether we should give Aunt Minnie a hand-crocheted fascinator or an embroidered doorstop for Christmas. And of course, much of our pre-Christmas talk concerns, what will we have to eat? Well, fortunately for both the youngsters and the grown-ups, everyone has agreed that whatever else is fixed for the holidays, there should certainly be Christmas cookies and more Christmas cookies. Now, of course, Mother, your cookies or your Christmas cakes and candies are going to be only as good as the ingredients you use. This is why so many good cooks rely on the delicate, natural flavor of all sweet margarine to help them turn out tantalizing Christmas delicacies. For instance, two of the most popular holiday cookies, old-fashioned sugar cookies and the unforgettable spritz cookies, require delicately flavored shortenings such as all sweet. And you'll find all sweet just as indispensable when it comes to those Christmas vegetables and your wonderful holiday hot breads. So for a gift the family will always remember, give them a gift of good eating. Give them all sweet margarine on their favorite hot breads and in their favorite dishes. Madame P. We must not become so excited about these things. But you don't understand, Mr. Salvatox. Mortimer and this woman. Poochie boy and his little tortilla. Please, you must help me. But what can I do? Help me find this woman. No, 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 no. This I cannot do. I once had an experience with a Spanish mademoiselle, and I tell you, it was most terrifying. Oh, oh but you And can't... besides, madame, I have good news for you. Good news? We just saw the portrait. She is for me. Uh, it is. That is where we go now, to the studio, to pick it up. <laughs> madame, you are pleased, no? Oh, yes, but, but what about Mortimer now, and... Now, now, madame, we will not think of the husband and the Spanish mademoiselle until I give you the portrait. It is all wrapped up waiting for you at the studio. Oh, but I... I... Mr. Salvatox, stop your car. Madame, please, what is wrong? Look, look over there in front of the depot. What is it I am supposed to see? There is Mortimer. There is who? My husband, and he's with a woman. So? That must be the woman who called him on the telephone. Spanish mademoiselle. Yes, the one who called herself his little tortilla. Look, they're getting into his car. Mm. Quickly, follow them. Follow them? Oh, no, madame, that I will not do. Oh, you've got no, to. my dear madame, we go to the studio and pick up the portrait I have painted of you. Oh, I don't care about the portrait. You do not care about the portrait. I train my great talent, my brains, the outpouring of my soul onto a canvas, and you say you do not care. I'm sorry, Mr. Salvatox. I apologize. Very well. I forgive you. That's fine. But my husband and that, that tortilla have gotten away. Can't follow them now. That is just as well. I do not enjoy fighting. All right, Mr. Salvatore. You win. We'll go to your studio and pick up my picture. Maybe, of course. After all, what is a little thing like your husband compared to the portrait by Salvatore? Eh, madame? I don't know, Mr. Salvatore. But I'll be able to tell you how they compare when I have both the portrait and Mortimer hanging side by side on the living room wall. 
not understand, senor. We have been here over an hour, and these young people to whom I'm teaching the great art of the room are not here. Yeah, well, I, I can't imagine what happened to them, Miss Murphy. They should be here any minute. Bueno, then we shall wait. So important, is it no matter? Uh-huh. What is a few moments, more or less? For years I have been waiting. Uh, you, you have? And looking. Mostly looking. Looking for what? For that man. El hombre who say he will marry me and does not. Oh. That is why I go around the country teaching the rumba. So I can look for this miserable bomb. Oh, that's a very sad story. See, si, very sad. Yeah. Muy triste. I even changed my last name to Morphy, so this man who say he will marry me will not recognize it if he hears it. And so maybe be able to get away. He thinks. He, uh, oh, excuse me, Miss Murphy, while I answer the telephone. Si, si, senor. Hello? Daddy, this is Peggy. Hey, oh, Peggy, dear, where are you? You've kept Miss Murphy waiting for over an hour. Harold's father's car had a flat tire. We just got a fix. We'll be there in a few minutes. Well, all right, dear, but hurry now. Yes, Daddy. Oh, Keep Miss Murphy entertained. Bye. Keep Miss Murphy. That is my daughter, Miss Murphy. She'll be here in a few minutes. That is good. Muy bueno. But it is too bad they are wasting their money. Wasting their money? You see, I I get the one dollar an hour whether I am teaching the room or not. Oh, yes, of course. Well, after all, this delay wasn't your fault. Oh, not yours, senor. Oh, why not Dolores not teach you the rumba while we wait, huh? Yeah, who, you teach me the rumba? Si. Oh, no, 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 thank you. Oh, see, <laughs> see, si, si, senor. See, si. the rumba, she's a wonderful dance. Yeah. Everybody should know how to rumba. Come, I show you. Oh, baby, I mean... Oh, no, 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 come, senor, stand up. That is the way. Oh, yeah, but Miss Murphy, senor, I want... Senor, do not be what you call performance. Call me Dolores, huh? Yeah, all right, Dolores, huh? Now, <laughs> now, put your arm around me. So, uh-huh. Yes. Now, we dance, senor. The <laughs> glorious, beautiful rumba we dance. <laughs> yes. Ay, mamines. One. Ay, mamines. One. Todos los negros tomamos café. No, 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 please, Miss Murphy, please. Oh, señor, señor, <laughs> you're the most marvelous dancer. Pero un poquito más rumba, señor. Eh? La, 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 la. Tú. La, 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 la. Tú. Sing it with me, senor. Sing it with you? Sí, seguramente. Ay, mami, Jealous and forget this this man you've been seeing. What 
man. Oh, oh, you mean Mr. Salvatore? The one with the beard? Jill was helping me stop him from breaking up our home. Oh, but Peggy, dear, Mr. Salvatore's just a portrait painter. Well, what's that got to do with it? The only reason I was seeing him, dear, was to have my portrait painted as a surprise. Your portrait painted? Oh, you know how you and Daddy have always wanted a really good picture of me. Uh-huh. Well, the reason I made such a mystery of it was that I wanted to surprise Daddy and you with the painting. I just got the portrait tonight. I left it in the house. Oh, Mother, Mother, this is wonderful. Then you and Daddy are still happily married. (laughs) Well, we are, if... If Mortimer will believe, that was the only reason I was seeing Mr. Salvatore. Oh, but of course he'll believe you. Come on, and let's go in the house and get this thing straightened out right now. I'll tell the kids to wait in the car. All right, dear. And Peggy... Yes, Mother? Uh, tell Jill that if she ever tries to make me jealous of your father again, she may not be a little tortilla, but she'll be as flat as one. <laughs> And that's how the misunderstanding came about. I think I owe you an apology, Miss Murphy. Oh, it is all right, Senora Meek. I understand. And uh, do you understand, Mortimer? Yeah, I'm not sure I understand about Mr. Salvatox, dear. Oh, but he was just painting my portrait, Mortimer. Well, that's what you say. Oh, Daddy, Mother can prove it. Here's her portrait right here. Uh, Yes, Mortimer, look. The wrapping is still on it. I I haven't even seen it myself. Uh, Take off the paper, will you, Peggy? Yes, Mother. There you are, Mortimer. Eh? You can see the portrait for yourself. <laughs> Great heavens. Mother, that isn't you, is it? Well, of course not. Then what is it, Agatha? Well, uh, uh, I don't know. It doesn't look like a picture of anyone. But it must be. There's an eye up in one corner. And a hand down in the other. And a nose in the middle. What's that down at the bottom? But that must be Mother's hair. Looks like a stalk of celery. It, it certainly doesn't look like me, does it, Mortimer? Yeah. So I guess the picture doesn't prove anything after all. Oh, but I disagree. The picture, she is a good likeness of Senora Meek. She is? I mean, is it? Uh-huh. I don't understand, Miss Mercy. How can you tell? When you know the artist as well as I do, Senora, as you can tell. He is what you call a surrealist. You mean you know Mr. Salvatore? Uh-huh. Ricardo Salvatore? Yes, Senora Meek. I know him very well. Only his name is not Salvatore. Well, then who is he? He is Sidney Snodgrass of Brooklyn. The man who left me waiting at the church. The man I've been looking all over the country for. Wait till I get my hands on him, the bomb. I will turn that beard out by the road. Well, I'm not just a you. Not I mean, good night, Dolores, Miss Murphy. <sighs> Mortimer, you do believe me now, don't you? You know that there isn't any other man in the whole world for me but you. And you're the only woman for me, too. Oh, Mortimer. Mother, what are you going to do with this horrible painting? I don't know, dear. Throw it away, I guess. Oh, no, Agatha. You can't throw away a picture as unique as that. Unique? That picture? Well, of course. People are always going around framing pictures, but how many pictures have you seen that ever framed a couple of people? With a flash of red, a splash of green, and a twinkle of tinsel, the jubilant Christmas season approaches. And looking into my crystal ball, I see something yellow that's going to make a big contribution to the wonderful goodness of your Christmas dinner. Yes, ma'am, glorious golden all sweet, with its delicate natural flavor, will add to the splendor of that most elaborate feast of the year. It's quick and convenient to tint all sweet to the cheery yellow, which lends such a luxurious touch to your festive board. 
Of course, if you live in one of the many states whose laws permit the sale of colored margarine, you can buy yellow all-sweet. And remember, all-sweet's wonderfully economical. It'll help keep those holiday expenses from getting out of bounds. Enhance the goodness of your Christmas feast with all-sweet. The margarine with the delicate natural flavor. that Dolores Murphy isn't here. What am I going to do with the kids outside who came to learn to dance the rumba? Well, why don't you ask your friends to come in anyway, dear? Well, of course, Peggy. Have them come in and we'll, uh, well, we can have popcorn, make some candy or something, and have a party. Really? Uh, Jill, too? Well, yes. <laughs> and uh, Peggy. Yes, Daddy? Maybe your mother and I will give a demonstration of the best dance in the whole world. Can you do the rumba, Daddy? Well, right now I think I could do anything. But the dance I mean is the sweetheart waltz. <laughs> Meet the Meek, starring Forrest Lewis and Beryl Vaughn, is a Les Weinrat production written by Sherman Marks and Ken Pettis. Be sure to join us over these same stations next Saturday when All Sweet, the margarine with the delicate natural flavor, again invites you to Meet the Meat. This is John Weigel speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.